When I was in high school, I played tennis. I played in the spring because it was really like the only option other than baseball, which fucking sucks. And what a boring way to spend time. So I played tennis. And there were only 10 people on the team. And there were 10 spots for people who played. I was number nine. Number 10 was Dustin Miranda. And he was awful. Like, between me and the eighth person, it was like, there was a gap. He was better than me. But, like, we still could have played singles. Dustin was, like, number 10 by far. Anyway, at the end of the season, they gave out these awards. And I got the Participation Award. And it was a a banquet. I was a freshman. There were older kids on the team. (laughs) <laughs> my God, I walked up ashamed and other people laughed. <laughs> they were just like, hey, here's this uh, dedication award. And I was like, um, thanks. I guess I have to take it. I waddled back and the only people in the whole place who were like, oh, that's cool were my parents. I think that's what it must feel like to get bubble MVP. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. So, to go with the opening for this week's pod, I just have to say, this is just a brief tangent, y'all, but I have to say how much joy it gave me that Giannis was first team all bubble and was suspended for one eighth of it. That seems, that's just hilarious. That's like everything that's fucked about the MVP award. If LeBron doesn't win it, LeBron or uh, Giannis first team, all bubble suspended for one eighth of the games. I cool. Real cool. All right, guys. So, we got like four commissioners this summer. Christian, always Andy, me, and Stacks. So let's hear from good old Stack Ola. Good morning, Fantasy Brew Co. Company. That's redundant. Fantasy Brewing Company. It's me, the high gambling commissioner, Stacks. Just wanted to say, give a shout out to Andy, our. Um, Midsummer Commissioner, I think is what we're calling him. Yeah, thanks for setting up that fun contest that I destroyed you all in. It was good times. Um, It made me want to start my own thing. And um, it's been fun the last couple days, just doing some very, very high-stakes gambling. Monday we had a pot of $25. Last night we had a pot of 20 so far today, the pot is $10, so um, I urge you all to jump in. I hope the pod comes out in enough time so you can join the contest. It's fun. You just Venmo me 5 bucks. You set a lineup for free on DraftKings, and hopefully you take that that very, very high pot of between 10 and $25. Um, yeah, um, another news... I don't know, not much basketball news to talk to. But, oh, wait. Fuck the Lakers! 
I just say it really quiet. I didn't want to wake up Kate. So you guys have a good rest of your Wednesday. Thanks, buddy. Your um, your favorite podcaster is going to get personal here a second, boys. Hey, fellas. Hope everyone is doing well for the No Balls Association Fantasy Brewing Company. We got a lot going on. I'm happy to be one of the summer commissioners. Um, I've been a little bit inactive on the thread and slightly aloof because your favorite podcaster could be going through a transition soon. Uh, COVID has after me, or actually not really after me, but kind of after me. I'm saying that to be slightly dramatic, but I may have a complete work change coming soon as well. My hours got majorly cut, which sucks a ball sack and makes it not really worth driving to my work. So I have been dealing with that, happened really unexpectedly, and um, you know, I might just say fuck it and end up being daddy daycare. Um, so delays, a couple things in the pod for putting it out, and as uh, didn't put out the matrix yet, but wanted to keep you guys um, abreast that that could changes could be coming for your favorite podcaster. And if you are a prayer, well-wisher, thoughts, I could appreciate them because it would be a major transition for me. And I could be not teaching for the first time since 2003, which sounds kind of good. But then it would be this future unknown, which is slightly nerve-wracking. Or maybe a little more than, I don't know. Anyway, it has been a lot of conversations and mental energy for your boy here, so... Yeah, thoughts, positive energy, um, prayers, I would take them. Or, you know, JB, like if you had any meditations or anything, that would be awesome too. Better, happier, more productive, comfortable, not caring too much about the Lakers loss or the Bucks, for that matter, regular viewing of the NBA, every day of the week, will not make the Laker takes harder, getting on better with your associate league contemporaries, at ease, like Danny Green Sunday making a three, eating well, no more neutral courts, in the bubble, please, LeBron is a patient, better player, than the rest LeBron is safely, the best passer in league history, did you know Davis used to be a point guard? Thank you for that info. Chris Webber, sleeping well, no bad dreams, no paranoia, no reason to worry about King James. Careful to all haters, one game does not make the series. Keep in contact with old friends, enjoy a drink now and then. God bless Adam Silver. JB? We needed that. And we as a country needed the NBA playoffs. So here to talk about uh, some thoughts from the bubble is your host, Pod Tom. So this is uh, your host's thoughts from the bubble. And I think that we're going to see some really interesting things happen this year. And I think that 
there are a couple different mentalities that come into play when you're facing a bubble situation that I haven't heard people talk about. I know I missed some texts yesterday in the darkness of the Lakers Blazer game in the fourth quarter. But I think that the fans, you know, that's obviously one. But I think that the two things that I'm seeing are number one, when you're traveling back and forth to a spot, you have a natural break. So you can lose two games in the road and then you go home and you get this like natural restart, this natural energy, change your scenery. And I think if you're a certain kind of person, which I would be in this camp, you're feeling like a complete restart. So it almost doesn't feel to you like game three. It feels like game one. And then if you tie up the series and you go back, you can view it as you just have to win this one on the road instead of, you know, it being game five. And then you get to view it like, hey, I'm going home. I just got to win here instead of game six, etc. which I think is going to matter to more guys than we realize. And the other thing that I haven't heard anyone talk about is the separation from families, I think, can have vastly different effects on different people. Um, I know that there's a certain kind of person and uh, my sister fits into this camp where if she's gone and not around her kids for a little bit, she enters go mode and is like, hey, I'm on this business trip for a reason. Um, I can make up for all this stuff that I get distracted by normally. And she like gets up early and works late. That's been a really good way for her to get a lot of work done when she's on the road. Um, and I think that there's some players who probably in the bubble are doing that. And they're like, hey, I am on the road. This is the job. And they're just focusing completely on ball. And we're going to see these players just ball out in ways we haven't before. Jimmy Butler is the kind of guy who I would think that this would apply to. But I think there's also a kind of player who having their family around or their kids around is going to like brings them a lot of energy and joy. And then when they leave for work, they're going to work and do the game. And then, uh, and then when they're going to do the job, they like bring their a game. Then they come back home and they're with the family and they get to rest and recuperate. Then they go back to the job. Now I say this because Giannis strikes me as somebody who it's going to be really interesting to see because he's a family guy he's obviously super loyal and just had a kid so to not be able to be by your kid in the first few months of their life could take a big time toll on somebody and we could see them acting different maybe that's why he did the headbutt seemed kind of normally out of character um, maybe it's super distracting and you feel lonely and then you're actually not playing up to your game. And that's something I'm going to be watching. So thoughts from the bubble, part one. So everyone I know looks very forward every year to playoff matrix and all that. So it is up and it is live and we had 11 of us enter this year, which is amazing. So I'm going to break that down, and then I will send out the link at the same time the pod publishes. All right, well, playoffs are upon us, which is super fun, and we have the Matrix to look at. So this pod comes with a link um, 
you'll find it at therealtombrat.com slide and then i'll just send it it's like the 2020 playoffs um but it was pretty interesting and the most wide open it's been in years clippers are the league favorite with seven of us thinking that they'll win um milwaukee and the lakers tied for second with um two votes each and then boston had one so sorry the clippers had six to win the championship Lakers and Milwaukee with two, and Boston with one. Um, In the past, especially with the Golden State run, um, we've pretty much had Golden State on one side and LeBron on the other for this playoff contest. But this year, it is wide open. We have Boston in the finals, Houston in the finals, Milwaukee in the finals, the Lakers in the finals, the Bucks in the finals, the Raptors in the finals, and the Clippers in the finals for the standings. And it is going to come down to some fun series to root for. So check that out. Um, I also upgraded my game a little bit because every year I feel a little more pressure from JB to make this thing, you know, one of those like whack ass uh, online things that you millennials are talking about. But um, I put everyone's tiebreakers on the side and there will be a tally and a seating after each round so please square cash me the 10 bucks looking forward to it winner gets uh, 110 so that's sweet playoffs are here very very fun it's pretty cute that you guys all mentioned me when it comes to the lakers and lebron i feel feel really blessed am i nervous a little bit Um, They did not look very good last night. The King played amazing. I wish that the game had been at the Staples Center and that we were up 1-0. But Lillard is a beast. Um, Portland, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, Portland's the greatest eight seed of all time. A little nervous. I think it'll be a 2-1 Lakers lead come Saturday. Adam, however, does not think that. And he and I have a side bet. To explain that comes... West Coast Adam. Bubble Mellow. Wow. I didn't think it was possible, but I think I'm a Mellow fan right now. Um, Or maybe I'm undetermined. I don't know. All I know is that I don't hate the guy anymore, you know, with every jab step. Oh, hey, buddy. I know, that's crazy. That's crazy. But with every jab step, I just think I like him just a little bit more. You know, every little mid-range shot, there's just something about it. Something about that Blazers uniform. What a game. Uh, You know, the refs were getting on my nerves at first. Uh, Could we be allowed to play defense against AD? I don't know. Seems to get to the free throw line a lot. Um... I did appreciate the no call on that double charge take attempt. Come on, guys. You got to be tougher than that. This team's from Portland. They don't just say fuck the police. They are currently fucking the police right now. Okay. This is a tough city. It's a small market, I know. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to Portland, but it's a cool little place. Tough. I'm stoked. Up 1-0 against the LeBron James led Lakers. Oh, it's a great feeling. 
woke up feeling great. So my tradition was I have my my Blazers merch and my T-shirt. So I've decided for this series to wear my um, Grateful Dead Portland Trailblazers shirt, but only during game time. So it's hanging up in my room right now to be donned tomorrow when they play. But it will not be worn any other times. I put it on before I sit down to watch TV, and I take it off after the game has ended. Nothing in between. It just needs to to remain pure and get me those victories. Um, I also had the chance to get some uh, of these great ice cream sandwiches from this small company in Portland. Um, And, you know, they were the ones with, like, the two fresh-baked cookies that make up the outside and then, like, some super nice ice cream. I think I had, like, an oatmeal raisin cookies with butterscotch ice cream, and then I got some snickerdoodle with strawberry ice cream in the middle, and then I got some chocolate cookies with um, some mint. So I'm super stoked about that. Uh, had to bring food into this. Max, would you like to, to say anything? Hmm? Huh? No. He's super stoked about the basketball hoop. Um, he, uh, I'm super stoked, as you can tell. And... We're going to get up some shots. You know, I don't want him rolling into daycare. Yeah, yeah, falling behind. You got to be able to um, beat those other kids at basketball. Do you not want to play sports, buddy? That's okay. That's okay. Go to math camp. Learn programming. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, me and Tom decided on our bet. And... After just a few, throwing a few options out there, Tom came up with a great idea that we bet a bottle of wine. Uh, I know I live in great wine country. He talked about wanting a Pinot from Oregon, which is a great choice. Uh, We also have some great wineries in Washington. We have a a lot of them in Walla Walla, um, a few up near Seattle. Uh, Just good climate for it. I don't know about you guys. I know we have similar... uh, types of things that we grow. You have more extreme seasons, but we both do a lot of apples and berries and things like that. So uh, if any of you guys have any suggestions uh, for that you know I would like, send those suggestions to Tom uh, after the Blazers take the series. So I, I prefer whites over reds. Uh, a lot of reds tend to give me migraines. Pinot Noir would be great, but, you know, a nice buttery Chardonnay or something like that. Uh, and uh, I will open that bottle live. We'll do a FaceTime chat, and you will watch as I sip on the sweet nectar of victory. Yeah, buddy. Let it dribble down our chin a little. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the spoils of victory. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to join my... Mine and Tom's uh, little wine club. Go ahead, uh, cast your bets, and yeah, enjoy the games. I can't believe every day we have like four games. This is insane. This is, I this is it, it's very much making me feel like this is March Madness, how it's supposed to be. Professional players. You know, they're all playing every day. It's like Christmas, quadruple header, 
it's wonderful. So I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. And yeah, have a great day, everyone. Peace. Thank you, sir. Everyone, have a good week. Excited to watch some, some hoops with you tonight. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company, bitch. Christian the best cummish. John, he a total bitch. Just kidding, he the best. Yeah, that's right, I'm the goat. Dandy yeah. fine, but he takes way too long to vote. Yeah. Doug Kyle, what a yeah. rookie year he having. Pop yeah. Tom at risk of unraveling. I'm focused, Andy, man. were you with boy time to step your game up? <laughs> Kyle Witty needs new wraps and JB sends links. Yeah. Lunch. Stacks or trivia got an Adam Smoke say blunt. Dewey saves his money up now. Time to wrap this up. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company.